Time to get paid, time to get paid, time to get paid, time to get paid. It's a good day, it's a good day, it's a good day. Every single way, every single way, every single way, every single way. It's a good day, it's a good day, it's a good day. Now, yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Good Day Podcast. It's your boy Zen Folk, who's with me. Yo, it's your boy Rich Bo. What's good, Rich Bo? Uh, Chief should be on later. Uh, yeah, clocking in real soon. Clocking in real soon. Uh, but we had a couple of topics we wanted to touch on. Uh, you know, do you want to? You, you got your chat open, right or not? Yeah, okay. yeah. So I think it should say the the topics. What tra- what topics do you see? Joe Budden, the underdog, the DMX. What, baby? Man, yes, RPX, yes, man, RPX, man. That shit hurt me, man. Yeah, for real. That shit hurt me, dog. Mm-hmm. But all I can say, I do honestly feel like DMX is in peace. Because that man had a lot of pain. Like, that man had a lot of pain, dog. You can see it, like, when he performed, he'll cry. Like, he really had a lot of pain. Like, I ain't never seen a person with as much pain as DMX. Like, I had pain. I got pain. We all got pain in some sort of way. But that nigga right there had a lot of pain. Yeah, you read his book. So what what was some of the things that you learned about DMX that you didn't know before? (laughs) He was definitely getting it on early. 14, 14, hitting grown women. You know what I mean? So he's been a nympho. It's yeah, nympho. You got raped. <laughs> you ass. He said he's been a nympho. <laughs> yeah, you could say that. Yeah, he got raped. Yeah, yeah, he got raped from yeah, old. He, I guess he. I guess he was still a minor. I'm not sure, but um, yeah, he was. He was 14. 14. Yeah, he was 14. That was a good book, dog. Like I made a, a video on my YouTube. Your uh-huh. original. And now I just promoted it. I'm like, yo, if you not into reading, you need to find a good book that will get you into reading. Mm-hmm. And the book that got me started into reading, like I always, we always read books as kids growing up. Mm-hmm. With a book that got me started into reading, like looking at books like movies. And it's crazy. Some of the best movies come from books, but it's still not as good as the book. That's true. You feel me? Yeah, because the book ties in more details and everything. Exactly. So... That says a lot, you feel me? And what they used to always say to us growing up, if they want to hide the information from a black man, what do they do? They put it in the book. That's deep. So, you know, books are deep, man. Books are dope to read. It can just take you into another little world and just live live another person's life for a little minute. See how they live their life. Mm-hmm. Damn, they've been through this. Damn, okay, that's why he's like that. Exactly. So I just like learning about people, just learning about things and stuff. What made you want to read the book? The high school and the high school we was going to, I seen it and I was shocked as hell. And I was like, who the hell ordered this? You feel me? I was just shocked. I'm like, whatever, it's, it's here, I'm going to read it. You feel me? And I picked it up, I fell in love, dog. It was a long ass book. It's a long ass book. It got 367 pages. But I remember as a child, as a jit, Never wanted to put that shit down because it was that interesting. Like, 
damn, this nigga DMX been through this, he been through that. Mm-hmm. They need to make a movie on that nigga, like for real, for real. Yeah, that's true. Just call it Earl, dog, because he literally lived a life. And another thing I keep thinking, I'm like, you know what? He lived the full life, he's free now. Then I th- I keep thinking about Pac and Big. What if they made it to 50? Like, his death just had me thinking like, damn, you feel me? He's a legend, he's gone now. But like, what if the other legends lived to his age? Like, how the game would have been competitive as hell, like. What I'm trying to look at technically, it's like, I was thinking about like, what street, like, I want to see a street rapper live to like 50, you feel me? I mean, I know there's Jay-Z and shit, you feel me? But like, you see like the dudes who's real crazy with it, I want to see one of them make it. That's my main concern, like, you know what I'm saying? Who was a real crazy rapper that made it? Like, to like 40, 50. I mean, I would say DMX, it will be one, but he was professional though, like, even though he was crazy, like, when it came down to his work ethic, like, he was professional with his, his work. That's what I can say about DMX, man. Definitely gonna miss that guy, man. For real, for real. And I, and, I mean, they say he had another album coming. It would have been nice to see him. They say it's done. They say it's done. So, yeah, he had a lot of good features on it too, man. I'm not sure if you you saw the the Drink Shafts episode. Yeah, I did, but I don't remember who he said was gonna be on it. Yo, he said Bono. He said no. He said some real. Oh like, wow, you a different. <laughs> if you forgot where what level DMX was. When he tell you his features, you'd be like, wow, I I be I thought you was nice, but I didn't know you was like you like damn, damn. He's like, you know, you forgot how you know what I'm saying you forgot he's big time, big time. He not no small time dude. You feel me? So that's the thing, dog. Dude had some features on his thing though. I was like, what? Like the dude said bottle, he said like a other couple people. I was like, what the hell? You serious? I was like, damn. I say, alright. Yeah, dog, they was, they was about to put money in DMX again, dog. They put all a lot, they backed him up a lot. Of and then I wonder who he was signed to. I think he signed to Def Jam. I think he re-signed to them again. Oh, wow. Okay. Maybe, maybe. I could be wrong. I think so. But he had a lot of good features. Hey, Rich, when you see that album, I want you to see what features is on the album. You'll be really shocked, man. I was like, what? I was like, dog, you know, there's some dudes who just big. You know how, like, Lil Wayne, no matter what he do, I mean, his small is somebody else's big. Like, that's it's like that, dog. you like, damn, I really forgot how, <laughs> how big of a star this dude was. You feel me? Cause you know some people be like you know DMX went through all that stuff and he's like nah dog that nigga he could come back and and still be good so you know what I'm saying but yeah man it's just all these memories about DMX uh, he was really impactful he's a great actor um, I don't know man like what what made you like him? what made you you said he was so real and raw that's what I feel too yeah like he like I remember when he came to Miami and he had the MTV show he was filming at the time mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was called. But he was just going to the hood. He was like, I want to go to the hood, man. I want to go to the hood. And then he he went to the hood. He went to little Haiti. Yeah. He, he asked somebody, hey, what kind of hood this is? Nigga said, man, this is the Haitian hood. He's like, oh, I, I represent, I represent. So it's just, that man ain't care. He went to the hood of the hood in Miami. Yep, like, exactly. DMX was that type of, that type of king dog he he like i'm trying to replace i the, see what the, you did there yeah i see what you did there yeah. <laughs> how you get on me with about locks and then you start changing that's crazy i hate you is that a beanie you have a beanie on dog like <laughs> no like 
No, you know, cause we so I mean my fault, I can't speak for you. But I'm so accustomed to using the word nigga. I'm sorry, you feel me? Honestly. I think we all are. Yeah, you thank you. Thank you. It's just it's just we've been using it for so long. Twenty something years. Uh-huh. It's really it's gonna really be hard to get out, but you it's it's possible. I do know it's possible. I see Charlemagne. When I think about, I don't re- remember, maybe the early Charlemagne, uh-huh. back in the day, 2013, 12, he was talking, like, saying nigga on the, on the show. Uh-huh. These days, he'd be like, yo, King, what's up, King? Like, um, Wall Street Trapper was on there. He was like, King, yeah, King. So I see he's trying to replace the word nigga with King as well. You don't listen to me. You just listen to Charlemagne. That's the <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because you got money, okay? I see how no, it is. Man. No, no, I'm not gonna even lie. You feasy. <laughs> I ain't even lie. One of my, my other dogs, too. He's a good, he a good um, supporter of the show. Boy, dang boy, mob. He, he, he been replacing the word nigga with king as well. Okay, okay. All so, right, you know, influence definitely helps. Mm, I agree. I concur. You feel me? It's the influence, dog. Like, imagine the rappers do that. Imagine the rappers replace the word nigga with king in their raps. Everybody. Be, it would be hard, but nigga sounds so good in a rap. <laughs> I can't lie, dog. I hate to admit it, but it's true. It's just true. It's, I, I hate to admit it, but it's true. What Jay-Z said is hard not to kill me. <laughs> it's like the worst time to use right now, but I'm not going to say it. It's like a full-time job. I'm like, damn, that's <laughs> full-time job. Not a kill, nigga. And that didn't rhyme. That didn't rhyme. He just said the same word at the end twice, but that sh- that shit was so hard. It is how he said it. Yeah, dog. I don't know. Oh, no, sometimes it's not the words. It's just how you say it. Oh, let me see. Hold on. It's hard not to kill kings. It's like a full-time job not to kill kings. Okay, that's pretty really dope. It is. That kind of dope. It I, is. I, I feel like some Game of Thrones type shit. I like it. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> it's hard not to kill kings. <laughs> Full time job not to kill. <laughs> Have you ever seen? A... <laughs> you ever seen the king on his throne not acting like a king? <laughs> you just want to decrown him? <laughs> Have you ever seen King have to? Gas for breath and beat. <laughs> oh, okay. You want to touch on that? Touch on that. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. So, so yeah. As recently, I mean, sorry guys, we're late about this, and most of you guys probably don't listen to it because you know this is more like a battle rap type situation. Uh, but Cassidy versus Hitman. That was a battle that took on like probably last week. Yeah, last week. It was last week. It was a it was a pretty interesting battle, man. Um, and we had a lot of different commentaries on who won and everything like that. But share your thoughts, Rich Bro, of the battle itself. Don't give them your verdict. All right, okay. the battle yourself. Go ahead. Battle myself. Yeah, analyst. It's a battle. Mm-hmm. I don't know how people have seen it the way I didn't see it, but I, I feel like Cassie got that. Okay. Not not even hard. It was easy. <laughs> I said, I said, wait to say it, and you still tell. I said, don't tell them the verdict. I said, let them know about the battle. Like, oh yeah, first round it was good. I feel like both competitors. This dude just literally said, 
who he thought won off rip. Come on, man. All right, but go ahead. What you thought about the battle in totality from round one to three? Please tell me what happened in each round and what did you see? What did I see? Mm-hmm. I seen Cassie just getting his bag, dog. He got in his big L bag, dog. He, I, I don't remember the exact line. I was like, oh, besides the line you, you, you have said, yeah, like that, that definitely was a big L line type of line. Yeah, it was. But he said something else. You said a couple uh, things. Yeah, you, uh, you, you, you don't that remember. That sign the- just Ooh, <laughs> yes, you can't. You can't. Cassidy had too much ammo against the man. Yeah, come on! How you battle a, a man that you used to look up to? That you had him sign your ball, your basketball, growing up, kid. I know, kid. I would. He's even like, what? He's outside, just spalding. I would even dare battle a man that a king that has no, bruh. He's gonna easily dethrone me, dethrone me, no. And I know what you guys think, it's like, okay, he signed the Spalding, what's wrong with that? If you know, you know. It's just, he signed him. He pretty much signed him, dog. Yes. He signed his Spalding. Perfectly said. Perfectly said. Signed his Spalding, dog, that's crazy. I signed his Spalding. Cassidy was talking and rapping. He was talking to that dude so dog. He was getting discouraged. After the first round, he got kind of discouraged on um, Hitman Holler. You could tell, dog. Like, he kind of toned it down a little bit. I ain't gonna say discouraged, but he toned it down a little bit. He tried the second round, dog. I thought, and I thought Hitman Holler won the second round, but that wasn't the case. Exactly. I thought as well he won the second round because mm-hmm. of this line, and this line is not as hard as I thought it was the first time. Uh-huh. But then... You, you lost your drive. Yeah. You were supposed to crash. Yeah, no, that's, nigga, a good line. That's, that's a good line, but but it, we, we didn't know that Cassidy had the hardest line in the second round. What my personal favorite line? My, my opinion too. <laughs> Can you play it? Yeah, yeah. Please, I please. Yes, yes. Um, yes. Uh, this this line will probably have anybody who doesn't listen to battle. Wanting to listen to battles for lines like this because this this nigga killed it. He said this one line, man. Second round. He got the second round after he said this to me. Yes, definitely. Without a without a problem. Oh guys, we're just out uh, having a slight technique. Nah, yeah, yeah. On it. Up on it. No. Stop to watch the nigga gas for breath. Gosh, dog, that is a sick line. That's like, yes. that's the one that you want to fight somebody for, dog. Like, damn, you just said that to me, dog. Like, you must really think I'm a chump or something. Exactly. This man, you ever beat a half to death? The king. Yeah. You ever beat a king half to death? <laughs> the beat the other half is left. No, my fault. Watch some gas for breath. Uh huh. The other half that's left. And then when he said beat the other half that's left, the veins was poking out his damn neck. Yes. Watch he was talking. Breath. He's like, I'm talking to you. <laughs> he got way too personal, dog. Like, yeah, he got all of his grill. I can't lie, man. 
Uh, Cassidy definitely won that battle. Did you feel like what? What were some of the lines that Hitman said that you liked? I mean, I like Mario Kart. I like the 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 bullets is gonna like. I love the illustrations he do. I love the illustrations. I like the Nick Cannon thing. Uh, when he brought out Nick Cannon, I did like that. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but yeah, uh, compared to the, in totality, like I said, the battle who had the crowd. Cassidy won all around. Like I don't see like uh, on theatrics, yeah. But Cassidy had his own too that he kind of gave the crowd a little bit, and the crowd reacted very well to him. So yeah, yeah man, I got I can't say man. That's the reason why. And then he had more ammo than him. Like he didn't. Yeah. Really tell, he really, he really didn't. Uh, he really didn't say. He didn't. He really didn't say anything to Cassidy that like you know what I'm saying that he had. The nigga said, "I signed your Spalding." That shit was crazy. That shit was crazy. Was that Chief? Oh, okay, my fault. But yeah, kid, he had too much ammo. Uh-huh. Hey, how? Like, I, I honestly, dog, if I was hit, man, I, I wouldn't take that battle, dog. I, I would think like, okay, damn, this man, I did this for him. He did this for me. Like, nah, man. Just like what Reed Dollar said, man. I got so much respect for Cassidy. Nah, man. Girls is like, yo, you should battle him. You should battle like, him. Nah. <laughs> he was like, nah, I got too much respect. <laughs> he said, he, you know how much information that nigga got on me? <laughs> Could you imagine when he got on Reed? Oh, man. You know how much dudes would love to talk shit about Reed? Especially if, not even all, like, who he know. Awesome hate and shit. Niggas, a lot of niggas like I, I can see NHH and everybody going try and tell him some shit. I'm telling you. Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I, do you remember? I know Philly. Um, Reed from Southwest, because I can't forget that. Philly, Philly, Philly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he from Southwest. But what part of what part of Philly is Cassidy from? I, I don't know. I'm gonna be honest. Maybe I'm just gonna say North because I don't know. I think we covered every direction. There's West Philly. There's South Philly and there's North Philly, so I'm gonna just say North, maybe East, but I'll say North. I'm comfortable. Where Gilly from? I don't remember. I think it's I South Philly. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I'm from South Philly. But yeah, man, the man, the, the man, uh, won 110 percent, and yeah, he killed it. Uh, so yeah, the next thing, man, what else? The Joe Budden. The Joe Budden podcast. Yeah, man. Them boys had a little differences, man. Yeah, they had a little bit of differences as far as the Joe Budden podcast. Um, yeah, I mean, where did they say the problem solved? Like, what did you see inside that podcast that kind of led it? It didn't really lead anything because it's still early uh, to this certain thing that they have going on between uh, Joe, Rory, and Ma. Like, what did you feel like led to that? Honestly, I just think it's money. Uh-huh. I just think it's money. Uh, I definitely don't feel like they're getting as much as, as nah. Joe. Nah, but they, they, they named after him. Exactly. They shouldn't. <laughs> I they didn't say that. But yeah, go ahead. I mean, kid, he's the brand. He's the reason why niggas watch the show. Uh-huh. Partly, mainly, in my opinion. Uh-huh. So I already just think it's money, kid. Money always fuck things up. But the thing is, they said it wasn't a hundred percent sure. It wasn't clarified. Cause remember the cameraman? I forgot his name. The cameraman was like, it, "Was it a money issue?" He said, "Not really. I don't see it was a money issue." But maybe you don't know. I think it might have been my personal opinion. 
maybe an underlying money issue like you know but not directly like say for example like you know there's a lot of things that was stacking up and then the money issue might have just been something that they, they wanted to talk about they never did but i don't think that's why like they're not on the show right now i think they're not on the show right now because um i think joe explained that maul uh when he told rory he said take some time off or whatever the case is Ma was like, "What? Who? Who told you you can do that? Like, what makes you think you can do some shit like that? You feel me? And maybe this is—I'm not sure. Uh, I think Ma I guess was kind of insinuating, like, who made you boss, or what made you? I mean, the show named after you, but that's a side comment. But he's like, who made you the boss type shit? Like, you know what I'm saying? But not like in a in a certain way. I feel like you know, he was like, "Yo, Rory." He's like, "How can you tell Rory what to do if we're all equals? You know what I'm saying? How can the hell you could tell him?" And then, you know, Maul decided to do the thing. And that didn't, it got me kind of confused, right? Because then, right now, I see, like, Joe Budden, right? He's, he, like, you know, he can't take a month. He can't take a week off. He can't take two weeks off. He can't take three weeks off. You feel me? He's still doing the podcast. And that's the difference between you and him. Yeah. He can't take the time off. This man can't take, he can't just be like, oh, I'm mad at you. I'm going to take a month off from you guys. He can't do that. Yeah. And, and that's one of the main things I was like dog maybe that's why and you know say maybe he takes it more serious than you guys but I can understand if there is a money issue but he's from what he said he said it's not the money issue as what he thinks but you never know it might be an underlying and he said Rory and him they'll just get a little spicy and then he don't like the communication it might be a communication type situation uh, thing with between him and Rory because you heard Rory getting like slightly aggressive and shit yeah he was getting real personal he was getting personal shit like yeah who said we're friends and shit like that same crazy shit like, like that come on dog like that's too much dog you taking it too far you want to get fired yeah you want to get he said you want to get fired <laughs> <laughs> i'm petty like that no no, no but no i'm saying i'm saying no is there is all their podcasts rich you can't say do you want to get fired i thought you was gonna be like yo each our friends you should talk outside the show the nigga say you want to get fired <laughs> damn dog yeah <laughs> But he can't take them days off, like you know. What I'm saying, but he had a really good episode with his son, the one that he recently did with his son. I, I absolutely love that episode, dog. Did you didn't hear it yet, right? Nah. Mm. Nah. But pretty yeah. much, his him and his son was talking about, like you know, him growing up. Like I ain't gonna say growing up in his generation is like what pressures do you feel as a son of a rapper type shit? You feel me? And then he kind of touched on a lot of things and it wasn't just about that rapper just him how he see things and uh from what his dad goes through and stuff like that what he picks up from that and then what how he thinks he can improve it or how can he look out at his life and um do some of the things to not make some of the same mistakes his dad made because they even talked about like the joe's button's dad which is uh, his son's grandfather being on crack and shit. that shit was hilarious uh, not hilarious but it was like deep yeah, they definitely like they got personal. Yeah, they got real personal. But it was like cool because it was like about legacy and what he has expectations as far as himself and things like that. You feel me? But yeah, I mean that's I think that's what we think about what happened with um the Joe Budden podcast. Um, what else should we talk touch on? I didn't even give you a t- chance to even say one. Yeah, dog. What you think Drake gonna talk about on Drink Champs? Uh, Dream Champs? Um, yeah. I'm not sure what he's going to talk about. Oh, what I think he's going to talk about? Yeah, what you think he's going to talk about. What you, gonna t- what you think? I'm going to think about this. What you think? <clears throat> um, He's going to talk about his album. I forgot what it's called. Lovers something. Something like that. He gonna talk oh, about he got it. a new album coming out? I'm pretty sure. It's, okay. 
Like, I, yeah, he yeah he got so he's been working on ever since quarantine, you know, started. Okay. And he's been he's been working on something, so I know he's gonna talk about that. That's the best promotion to talk about it on a big platform like that. Mm-hmm. And I think I know Nori gonna touch on the push of T. Like it's it's Nori. But how you think he gonna respond to that? I mean, he kind of did in the last interview, but how you think he don't like Pusha T? <laughs> When Drake don't like somebody, he really don't like them. And for some reason, I'm not sure who he hate more, but he seems not to like Kanye more than Pusha T. I don't know why. I don't know what happened with that Kanye situation, but he seems to not like Kanye even more than he doesn't like Pusha T. Yeah, he hates Pusha T. He don't like his ass. Why do you think is that? Why doesn't he like Kanye? I think he think he t- Kanye told him. Kanye about- missed his video, one of his first music videos. No, man, that's the reason why you ass. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, the video did good, dog. But yeah. you know, they the reason why. Like, <laughs> I, I just, I just think Drake's petty. Like he just don't forget nothing. Yeah, but I think I think he said that he think. Uh, not he didn't say this, but you know, he think Kanye told Pusha T about his son. Oh yeah. And Pusha T was like, Nah, dog. It was one of the chicks he was messing with, and she was pillow talking. And I don't know, maybe. Do you think Pusha T covered for Kanye, or you think like, what you think? think Pusha T covered for Kanye? Or do you think Pusha T telling the truth? I don't think he has a reason not to tell the truth, but you think he was telling the truth or he was just covering his ass? Like, you know, oh no, that was one of the girls 40 was fucking with that told me. Or do you think Kanye told him? There's a good chance, but Kanye would admit it though. I think Kanye would tell you if he told you. He's like, yeah, I said it. <laughs> like, I think, like, I think Kanye would do that. <laughs> yeah. I really do think so. I wouldn't put it past him because he is not like all the way there. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like the, the 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 crazy, but it's like okay, the funny crazy. He could be funny. Yeah. So, but I, I think he probably did tell Pusha dog. I think he got a big. <laughs> I think he got a big mouth like that, and I think he's petty, dog. And I, I think, and I think Drake smashed him. Period. I was about to bring that up. Glad you said that. <laughs> I mean, they're divorcing. So they divorcing now. I, kid, I think that that's under the the wraps. I think that's under the the room. I don't even think they talking about that no more. Yeah, I think. Uh, you, oh, you, it's done. The divorce is done. I mean, I haven't heard them say it officially, but I think it is. Nah, they got a lot of money to split. That shit gonna take a minute, dog. They, they, <laughs> they counting their pennies, dog. I'm telling you. Well, Kanye gonna make a jug then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Are that what? shit money? Come on. Nah, he's worth more than Kim. Mm, that's hard to say, dog. No, I know. I, 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 I did the numbers. I already, I checked, dog. I was like, this is a convenient time for Kim to be divorced by uh, Kanye. Kanye only remember he's only worth a, over a billion. I'm not saying he don't owe Kim. I'm not saying that he probably owe Kim money, but he's worth over a billion now because of Adidas. Because his Adidas shit. You know what I'm saying? So that's the reason why he's he's like he went from negative whatever he said a hundred million to now being worth over a billion dollars now. So if he gets divorced with him, she's getting that too. So now is the perfect time for her to get divorced with Kanye. But it's crazy dog. So uh like she tried. <laughs> she, even she, she really did. She like this shit was crazy for me, dog. Like, come on, man. I had a sex with She put up she put up with a lot, I ain't gonna lie. Kanye was you know what I mean? Now that's why I say I don't think I think Kanye would say <laughs> if he talked about he's like yeah I said it 
Like, you know what I'm saying? I think Kanye would tell him. Like, he said a lot of shit that, you know what I'm saying, that you never think he'll say. What, what he said about Jay-Z again? He said about Jay-Z. He said about uh, slavery. Jay-Z, don't send, don't send the ghouls at me. <laughs> and he might be right. I, I believe that. I ain't gonna yeah. lie. I'm like, stop speaking. <laughs> <laughs> nah, fuck that nigga civilian. He gonna snitch. Hey, what what only what's the only way you don't get hit? If you start publicizing it, dog, you like, well, like, there's only one way out, dog. He's like, I, if I shut my mouth, he gonna shut my mouth for me. That nigga don't like me right now. He don't like me right now. Jay, you know hey, Jay, don't send your killers. They gonna know it's you. They gonna know it's you. No, yeah. <laughs> hey, Chief, dog. Uh, I know you just jumping in, so we don't know. But what you think about Dark Man X death, man? I'm still, I still don't believe it. Mm. I believe it. I believe it because everybody who I trust told me, but I still don't believe it because I don't know. This is something where I gotta see like the funeral type, mm. type to really accept it. Kind of, you know, like Nip. When I saw the funeral, when I saw the or the, um, you know, when everybody was talking about him, it was just. That's when I got that uppercut, like, yeah, he's gone. So I think when X, you know, when people start making songs about him, it's, damn. The way, the way he went out is the way you wouldn't want somebody who, who like, you know, like him to go out that way, you feel me? Yeah. Like he's, he's already been through all that. Yeah. So it kind of feels like he went backwards the way he died, you know? Yeah. It definitely do, but all I can say, I really do feel like he's free now, cause that man had a lot of pain, man. He had a lot of pain, so I do feel like he's free right now. Yeah, man. R.I.P. D.M.X. Man. Yeah, man. Legend, though. Hey, oh, and then another question. I I know you probably don't feel the same way I feel, but D.M.X. is in my top five. What way he is for you? <laughs> DMX was my favorite rapper growing up, so it's DMX, Snoop, and um, Tupac sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, like you know, I, I, I was I was a New York New York Miami dude. You feel me? Like I, all my rappers are New Yorkers, pretty much. Okay. So, but yeah, X is a, is a goat, man. Yeah. Only yeah. person. Listen, only person who can say. I battled Jay-Z and I won and people actually try to do some research to be like, you know, his pen is pretty nice. Was he lying? Anybody else would be like, he's lying. Off rip. Like he wouldn't even let you finish. You know what I mean? So you gotta respect the man pen. You gotta respect his content. You gotta respect his confidence too as well. Cause you know when they had the versus battle before him and Snoop, before him and Snoop did the versus battle, he wanted Jay-Z. Yeah. He wanted Jay-Z like, Jay-Z. <laughs> and Norby was like, come on, dog. Like, I'm, he was dead serious. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I mean, Snoop was, was a very good matchup for him, dog. Snoop took that battle. You know, RPX, but... Sorry, dog. Snoop is a legend, dog. Like, I was... And but to this day, my favorite versus battle was that one. You feel me? So I'm glad I was able to experience that as well. Just I'm, I'm, I'm glad that X was able to do this versus battle, man. Shout yeah. out to X. And then that Jay-Z and DMX line, you guys, uh, Rich, and <laughs> uh, that wasn't a battle. 
It was some rap. It's two niggas rapping verses. You feel me? But that's what they called it back then. It was a battle, but not a battle. They were, they were battling with, with verses. Now Chico, dog, like the beat, the beat that DMX had, like it was perfect for it. It was DMX beat. I think the beat was a DMX beat. It had to be. <laughs> it was Jay Z. They put you. They're like, oh, right, let's battle. And they put on a beat that he already rapped on. He's like, oh, all right. All right. Yeah, like dogs barking in the background. <laughs> Chains, chain um, noises. <laughs> yep. Yeah, dog. Damn. Damn. Who would win in a rap battle? Uh, DMX or. Not DMX. Biggie or Big L? Big L, dog. Yeah, yeah. I hear it. Yeah, yeah, Big L was the Cassidy of that, like, of New York, like, dog. It's just, everybody copied your style. Disrespectful. <laughs> like, he'll jab, he'll jab you so quick, you won't even notice he got jabbed. Like, yeah. I never heard Cameron scared to say something. They asked him, they're like, yo, like, he's like, yeah, bro, what you think about Big L? He was like, he like, yo, he's like, he's like, yo, that man was mad disrespectful. And I was like, wow, Cameron saying that? And then, and then Cameron was like this. He was like, what he said? And he's like, yo, yo, B, I don't know if I should say, you know, some of them dudes still living. He said, some of them dudes still living. He's like, yeah, I don't want to disrespect nobody. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, this is the first time I heard Cameron scared to say some shit. He said, nah, man. That, he said, that dude disrespectful, man. Like, I saw some disrespectful shit. Like, we'll roll dice. We'll roll dice. And the nigga roll dice. And after, like, if he loses some shit, he's like, I hope your mother died. Like, <laughs> That nigga was disrespectful. Well, I was like, so he was like that all day long. I'm like, damn, he really kept that same energy. That, that's wow. That shit funny, man. But yeah, shout out to shout out to Big L and uh, RPD and Max. God, Lee, man, that one. Yeah, bad taste in my mouth. That one put a bad taste in my mouth. Oh, I know this is random, but I I find out what part Cassidy's from. He's from the north. You said the north, right? Yeah, I said the north, yeah. Because yeah, I, I, I just count down. I was like, okay, this one, this one, south, north, west. Hey, boy, you, you, you remember that shit from high school, dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I, actually, Cassie did an uh, interview recently, and he, he he brought up how um, Hitman brought up, like, some Gilly shit. And then he's like, dog, he said, I'm from North Philly. Gilly went to this. I don't know what the fuck this boy talking about. I don't know what he talking about. <laughs> Gilly never came to my hood. Clearly never like not like no disrespect. He's like, you know, some shit happened with Gilly homeboy and this whole situation. And they saying like Gilly went to Cassidy Hood and tried to check him and so she said, dog, Gilly never he never stepped foot in my hood. It was never he never came and checked me, none of that shit. He went to so and so. He said he never my hood is like ten minutes away. He said, There's no way he never came to like he was going in, dog. But Yeah, dog, that battle was good though, man. That was that was a good battle. What you thought about it? You seen the chief? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm behind still on the battles. I have a question about Philly, though. Is there a good part of Philly? That's a great question. Yeah, that's a great question. That's a great question, for real, because I actually heard, like, from, like, from growing, we, like, grew up in high school on Philly freestyles, and they talked about every hood, north to south to west. Mm-hmm. So... I really don't know if there's a good part for real. I mean, nah, there is. I'm pretty sure there is. It, yeah, it's it, it, it probably in Pennsylvania, but not <laughs> in Philly. <laughs> you gotta leave the state right between the border or where yeah. the line is. <laughs> it's probably not in Philly. Kid, a nigga, a nigga not too long ago, like a couple weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, a nigga was leaving jail 
He was leaving jail. No, don't say that. Don't say it. Don't say yeah. it. I, I know this story. Yeah. I know no. that. <laughs> he got murked. Yeah, Philly, Philly on some other stuff, though. You think he got murked after? No, did that happen in Orlando? I think so. Yeah, buddy, Um, what, Glock 9 homeboy? Oh, yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, damn. That's crazy. That's some different stuff, boy. Yeah, same shit happened in Snowfall, dog. That shit crazy. They murked this nigga. Y'all don't watch it, so it don't matter. But yeah, yeah, dog, they murked this nigga, dog. All right, folks, it's on you. What's, what's the underdog stuff you want to talk about? The underdog? Damn, man. We, was, we wasn't so deep. Uh, it's hard to get deep right now. Okay, so underdog, Joe Bub, DMX, Drake, who I wish was interviewed. First, let me... Uh, okay, who do you guys wish did an interview that haven't done it? Because, uh... So, yeah. Yeah, you say a legend comes every year? Uh, I'm saying they're always brewing like a legend is usually somebody who put in the work so every year I think they're being made and then you might have somebody who had work ethic probably like a year or two prior been working under uh, behind the scenes probably was popular locally and then they finally got their thing and blow up like the baby like a uh, little baby like you know any of these little stars here you know what I'm saying yeah. they, they, you know, they bubble in their own community. Nobody know about them, and then they come and make a hit. So I feel like like a legend can be made every year. Like, look at the attention of some of these new rappers. Like, look at Julio Fulio compared to last year or year before. Like, he's bigger than he ever was before, right yeah. now. Like, yeah. now these street rappers, think about it. Street rappers wasn't the cool thing, like, two, three years ago. Now there's, like, mad street rappers, and they're the thing to be. Right now, a street rapper is the thing to be. Them drill-type rappers, it's like it came right back full circle. So there's a couple people. Uh, there's gonna, I think every year there's somebody who's gonna come out who's gonna make an impact, and it's up to them if they're gonna choose to be uh, in this for long or short. You know what I'm saying? So we'll, we'll see. But I think there's one every single year. Uh, maybe they might be bubbling behind the scenes, but I, I do feel like they all come up in their own way, and they find their way, and the industry recognizes them eventually. Something someone is always gonna love. Just like what's the dude named Spot Him Got Him? Like. Yeah. He's not a legend. I ain't gonna say legend, but you know what I'm saying? He if he, he got a hit right now. He got a hit and stuff. Like he got a couple of hits, but like, you know, to make him legendary is his longevity. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. if he if he if he can live the next 10 years, like look at Dirk, how we first knew Dirk compared to now. Like now the nigga's gonna like he's hitting that kind of legendary status. You know what I'm saying? And some people hit it quicker, like Chief Keith, because he put everybody onto a certain scene. And I feel like there's always somebody who kind of does that. And look at the drill scene, like, you know, Pop Smoke was literally probably the next legend coming up from New York, you know, Fabio Foreign behind him. But, you know, because he came out with a, a different sound, you feel me, like the New York drill. So he's legendary in that sense. So I feel like a legend comes out every year that makes it every year, you know what I'm saying? But sometimes their life is cut short, though. That's the unfortunate thing about hip hop. It's just that if they could live longer, they'll be good. Look at X, like if X lived longer, Mac Miller lived longer, if all these dudes live longer. Like I said, think about Nipsey. Nipsey had a slow burn. He's legendary, but he was he was out for the whole. He was out since Lil Wayne. He was out since Lil Wayne, and he was his legendary status had to come later. Like you know what I'm saying? But I feel like a legend is born every year. They might bubble, but you know we might not hear about them. But you know uh, they'll eventually come come to surface. That's how I feel. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. All right. So, Chief, what you think? Your opinion. Um, I think legends, as far as we're just talking about rap in general, right? Yeah, rap legends. And we're talking about rappers, I say it's more than one a year, I say like maybe two or three. Because the way it works in rap, well, from what I've seen, it's just sometimes it's gimmicks, sometimes it's uh, 
timing, sometimes it's a certain sound that people are attracted to, but legends get created really quick in hip hop. I'm gonna give you a good example. Tay K. Yeah. That boy a legend. legend. How long he been in hip hop? Not that long, bro. But he the only rapper that did did the race. <laughs> you, feel me? you say the race, you're gonna think take K. Correction. <laughs> He's definitely not the only rapper who rapped on the race. I think every rapper rapped on the damn race. I think they rapped on the race more than the Chirac beat. That shit was crazy, bro. <laughs> That's true. Everybody was rapping on that bitch when that shit came out. Yeah, though. They was they was raping that beat, though. They raped that beat. <laughs> Ran through it, boy. But yeah, so so when it comes to hip hop, we we get our we get our legends through different ways. Like mm-hmm. one way is through infamy, where like, take K, where you do something that everybody gonna remember you by, and you actually can rap. Cause take K can actually rap. He can actually rap. Yeah, you can actually rap. You feel me? Uh, or unfortunately, like you guys mentioned earlier, that that person gets killed before they reach that plateau, or they yeah. they reach that you know the stepping stone to get them to the next level, but they still become legendary because people, they damn near copy the style or emulate it, or, you know, they try to be more like that person. Mm-hmm. And now that person becomes legendary because you got 20 different people that sound like them. That's true. Uh, future, good example of that. Legendary. You know what I mean? Yeah. Down, down here, down south, it was Ben Buffy Future. Like, Future was nothing new to us, you feel me? When the whole world heard that sound, yeah. Everybody wanted to be that sound. No, no, I've been on Future, boy. I, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He, he was old news to us. And like, y'all, y'all, y'all don't know Future. You feel me? So, uh, yeah, I would say like two or three a year for me, if you were to ask me. Because, I don't know, it's like it's like polka dots, man. Like, you'll have somebody do something crazy, and they'll become infamous. Uh, or you'll have somebody come out like a Chief Keef, and it just feels natural. You know, you, you get the energy. And then I, I, you that's, that's what I'm trying to hit, like the natural, like, do you know, okay, this thing is legendary, his music is going to last for years, it's going to end the end the times, like, it's, when you hear it, you're going to remember the time, the year, all that, you remember the feeling it gave you. Yeah, because you'd be like, he's like the first, you know what I'm saying, certain people are the first to do what they do. And yeah. Some people, some people. Yeah, Bobby, Shmurda, like, dude, these dudes, like I said, certain legendary shit, honestly. Yeah, think about X, think about Kodak, like, new sound, they had different sounds, they came out, they didn't sound like everybody else, so that made them legendary. That's the express way to do it, not a slow grind, like a slow burn, just like Nipsey, takes a minute, get his crap all right, and then he start booming. And you know, it's been it, and that actually helped them be more authentic. It hurt a lot more when you heard Nipsey pass, it hurt a lot. Yeah, hip hop hurt, hurt, hurt. You feel me? Hip hop yeah. got hurt. That one, I feel like hip hop, hip hop got shot after Nipsey got like, I was like, damn, hip hop felt that one bad. Yeah. Like, I never feel like even people who's more famous than him, people didn't feel it like that. It was like, damn, dog. Like, it was different though, it felt different. It was different, yep. It was different. Hey, got a random question for y'all boys. What do y'all, what, what opinion, like, what year do you think was the, the most, huh, how could I say this? What was the most recent best year of hip hop to y'all? Most recent. I got what, a year in mind in my head right away. If y'all can't answer, give an answer. What's the most one. recent year that was fire? I mean, other than the 90s, I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, that, that, that year, I, I ain't going to lie, like, oh, was it, oh, 07, 08, 
I, I loved hip hop around that time. I'm not gonna lie to you. The currencies and stuff like that, like the currency of Wiz Jet um, Timing, and also the Iceberg. Like, I think that was one of the, the greatest, but it might have been my age. But I think that was one of the greatest years in rap. And that's also around the time where I listened to Nipsey and, like, you know, the Mac Millers. I think that year was great. I don't know what year that was. I think it was like, oh, what time we, when did we go to Orlando? 2010? 10, think, 11. Or not. Yeah, it was either 2009, 2010. But my mom passed away uh, I used her car to go up there So yeah That one was like 2009 or 10 Like around that era It was a really good year so It was really good You had Ice, Iceberg over here Killing it And all the other music The dance music You had the Currency and Wiz That shit was fire How fly And all that shit Pilot talk Everything And then you had um, What you call it Mac Miller That he was killing it You had the mixtapes With Tree J Like Yo, that shit was a really great time. That's my personal favorite. I'm not gonna lie to you. One of my favorite years of hip hop was like 20, what is it, 2009, 2010? That was around there, dog. It might have been before that. It might have been like 2008 as well, but that shit was fire. What about you? Me? And also Nipsey, and also Nipsey came out around, like yeah. Marathon came out around that time too. No, when did the Marathon come out? 2012? 2011. It was 2011? Yeah. It was like January, right? Because he came out early. I think he dropped it in December or January. Hold on, let me check. Yeah. Y'all could go. Uh, what year uh, did the marathon come out? No, you got a year? Or you want uh, to? You can go ahead. All right. This, this, all right. I was thinking more recent when I'm thinking about hip hop, but I, I'm a big Twitter user. Big 2010. 2010? All right. Damn, I was wrong. <laughs> No, no, but it was December 2010, though. Oh, okay. It was close. Close. I The most best recent year in hip-hop, in my opinion, was 2014. Bobby Smurda came out. Young and May came out. It was just... That was a very hitful year. Like, that year had a lot of timeless songs. I don't know. Like, um, when did Chief Q come out? Uh, like, cause remember, I was listening to Chicago. I was listening. I think 2011 was a damn good. 2010, 2011 was a terrible. 2010 was a terrible year for me. But in music, rap wise, it was really good. Yeah, 2010 to 20 like 12, cause that's when the Chicago shit was mixed into. Like that shit. I mean, Nipsey, Chicago, Currency, Wiz. Like 2010, 2011 was really good years, dog. Going to 2012, even. Yeah. yeah you said 2014? I don't think, like, the, I don't like. What we nah, had. Nah. That shit mm-hmm. fell flat, dog. It's not a bad year. I'm trying to think of the reason. <laughs> yeah. my, my golden years are like older than that. You feel me? So I'm going to say recent. No, outside of 90s. Outside of 90s. And outside shit. of 90s and shit. Um, uh, maybe we let me water right. Memorable year, I guess. We want to. I still say that though. Okay. All right. I was smoking mad weed. Was <laughs> smoking. You got me high. Then I listened to Wiz. Uh, John introduced me to Nipsey around that time, 2011. So, like, my year was like. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I think 2014, Crenshaw came out as well. But Crenshaw ain't hit like the marathon, though. Be real. Uh, it did, actually, dog. Like, I, Not I, to I, me. Yeah. No, no, no. You're talking about personal. Okay, personal. You know, you know the favorites, dog. We know. But Crenshaw, like, for everybody to know Nipsey, he knocked on everybody's door when Crenshaw came. The yeah, marathon, he everybody. The marathon, 
all the fans like you who kind of like was like hip-hop heads came in it was like whoa what happened to him like you know he got really really nice like what the fuck yeah, like, he we didn't expect polished. yeah he was real polished there you go he was real polished but crenshaw came out you know he tried to do bigger songs and i think that's when he knocked on everybody's door because you know jay-z bought the albums and everything like that that's when everybody notices him start noticing him like okay he's something to fuck with right now like you know what i'm saying but the marathon you have people there like you know nipsey oh dude you got some people like yeah 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 the one them the marathon like that shit but yeah I, yeah yeah I, I like i said i agree like when, I, when did when did cold drop forest hill try mm, let's check that was a good that was a good year for me forest hill drive year what was that, 13? 2014. 14. Mm. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Rich might have been right. Yeah, that, that was a good year, dog. That's what I'm saying. The most, in my opinion, that was just a real. Don't get me, don't get me vote. I, I like 09, 010. That was classic, but 2014 was like really, really good, too. Hot nigga came out, Young and May came out. Crenshaw came out. Like hip hop feel like hip hop at that time to me. It's mm. still hip hop going on, but it doesn't feel as pure as it did back then. Mm. I think you're just saying that because all your yeah. rules, all the people you wanted to drop music, drop music. That's a, that's why you're saying that. <laughs> <laughs> now it feels like hip hop again. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> It was a good year for R&B too, I think, 2014. I'm about to check that out, 2014. So even R&B don't even sound the same like that no more. Now that, I I agree with you though. You listen to like the older, older stuff, not even close. We were playing uh, Ja Rule at my my job. I'm like, yo, Ja Rule was killing it with Ashanti, dawg. Like, that dynamic duel. Shit, what was the hardest year for real, though? That shit, that's a tough one. Uh, I think 20, yeah, 2010, 2011, dog. Fuck what Richard's saying. Talk <laughs> <laughs> about Young M.A. Young M.A., I thought, like I said, I thought, she, I think she could be bigger than what she is. But she does a damn good job. Like I said, she has a great fan base and everything. But I, I saw her, I was like, you could be the next one. But I think she, yeah. got, lazy. she got lazy with the flow. She, she got a little lazy. Yeah, she got. I, I think she could be better than what she is. Like she got too comfortable with her flow. Wait, she because every song sounds the same. But I, I hate it now, dog. I, I, that's the only thing. But I, I, I still like Young M.A. But you know, I had high hopes. I was like, she's the next coming. It'll be crazy if she comes in New York and take over. That's my expectations for her. But you know, she did. She does a great job. She holds down her fan base. They love her. But you know, she didn't really. Uh, I don't know why, but you know, the albums don't be sounding polished. Like she should really go into like a studio with somebody who really, like you know, say produce maybe one of the old school dudes' albums and stuff like that, and really give her that feeling. You know what I'm saying? Because right now she's supposed to be higher than that, dog. Like I said, I think she's supposed to be higher, but she ain't. She ain't really go to the studio like with these hit makers, like them big, big. You know what I'm saying? Them dudes who should like you know work with somebody. You know, like, you know, he got currency be working with, uh, what's another, like, the Alchemist and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It'll be nice to hear, like, uh, it'll be nice to hear Young M.A. with, like, working with the Alchemist or somebody like that. You know what I'm saying? Somebody deeper like that. Or the same producers as, um, who you call his name? What's the dude? Uh, oh, oh, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Giselda. Giselda. Mm-hmm. 
fight. Think about Young and May with like a Giselda beat. Griselda, excuse me, Griselda. Oh, yeah. yeah, one of those dude shits. Like, dog, she would kill it. Imagine she rolled with Griselda, dog. You know, she would. You're, you're bringing up a good question. You, do, do you think she found her sound yet? I think she found it, but it's not the best version, no. I don't think she But it's not. Version. It wasn't really her sound. It was Bobby's sound to begin with. Oh, good point. Just like Cardi B still sounds like. Oh, damn. Yeah. Exactly. Regardless, you hear it. It's just so blatant. You feel me? Even if she got riders and everything, you can still hear the, the initial the core. You feel me? It's, it's Kodak. It's all Kodak. I mean, I, I told Rich this too. King Von, so <laughs> you had the same flow as Kodak too. <laughs> yeah. Kodak, a Kodak's a legend though. That's the point. You feel me? We spoke on this. When yeah, you're legendary, people they try to be like you, you know. Yeah, the thing is, you don't notice it. I told Rich. Rich was like, "Holy shit, yeah." I was yeah, like, yeah, nah. He said, on the top, like a flexing nigga. We could turn it to the block with a Vuka clip. We can play with me. And I'm like, that sounds like Cardi B song. And then I was like, but Cardi B song sounds like Kodak. Kodak. <laughs> and Kodak sound like Trick. No, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Nah, nah, I, 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 I sound like Trick. <laughs> Kodak sound like Kodak. He sound like Gucci. I, I, I can hear a little Boosty. I can hear a little Gucci and Kodak. Yeah, I can hear that. Yeah. I, Certain I, I, people. That's crazy. That's crazy. I forgot what the hell the question was. What was the question, Rich? I just want to make sure I answered it. Yeah, we 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 ran around it a little bit, but we were talking about like what was the, what was the most best recent year year in hip hop. What year Pilot Talk came out? I'm not gonna lie, like what year Pilot Talk came out? 2011. Um, hit. 2010. Yeah. Uh, I can't really say 2010, but I'll say 2011 for me because all the shit from 2010 I heard in 2011, mm. except for Pilot Talk. But yeah, Pilot Talk came out 2010. I'm sorry, dog. Rich, I'm sorry. Pilot, you had Pilot Talk and Marathon in the same year. Shout out to J Cole though with the Marathon, dog. I can't lie, man. Seven days a week, seven different freaks. Come on, dog. Airborne Aquarium. Airborne Aquarium, dog. I mean, I can't say 2010, but I'll say 2011 for me. He said right. 2014, man. Y'all already spoke on like the Joe Budden situation. I'm assuming. Yeah, you can touch on it. Go ahead. No, I actually wanted. I haven't been keeping up with it. I, like I only heard that they're not. They weren't together, and then uh, there was some friction, and Joe pretty much danced around the question. Oh, we're still good. Y'all ain't good, bro. But he if got, got to this extent. Y'all ain't good. You feel me? He got other kings on his show. That's not <laughs> his round table full of too many kings. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Rory a king too, right? Uh, he, he he's a Rory. He's a he's a he's a I like that. Oh, like like that's fire! He's a pawn. Nah, he's a pawn. He's a pawn. <laughs> Damn, that's worse. Cause you know, you say he ain't get pulled. Wow. Y'all, that's crazy. Cause y'all, you know, you know, not y'all, but like you know, people will make it into a problem that it wasn't. They was like, nah, it's not about the money. But we didn't hear their part. We didn't hear their story. But niggas were like, yeah, shut the fuck up. It's about the money, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> niggas don't want to hear that. Cause guess what? You heard Rick say he kind of danced around it. Nah, he clearly answered the question, right? He like, yo, this is what happened. We still talk. Maul felt this way. Rory felt this way. And then Rich was like, yeah, yeah, he kind of danced around. He answered you. He literally answered the whole question. Niggas don't want to hear that. They want something. They're like, nah, them niggas left us of money because you, y'all trying them. 
I was like, do you? Okay, the question is, do you think do you have part of the show? Now, this is really interesting to me. I that, really don't that's know. That's what I was going to ask y'all. Like, what, what was the agreement for everybody? First of all, the show is called The Joe Budden Podcast. With, <laughs> not with it, and, and it's with Rory Amal. Yeah, yeah but uh, those are smaller words in the, in, in the caption. You feel me? <laughs> I'm being real. You feel me? Any show you watch, like, the, the bigger letters mean more. You feel me? But uh, that's not even the point I'm trying to bring up. What was the conversation they had off air for everybody to feel like Joe wasn't the star of the show? They did know he's the star of the show. It's named after him, but it's just that he went and told Rory. It's like, I guess Rory, I'm not sure if Rory had an issue. And then he said this, but I know just something with him and Rory. And mm-hmm. he was like, you know, take some time off or some shit. That's what he told him. And then Maul was like, dog, what makes you think you can do that? Like, you know, because I think in Maul's mind, he's like, yo, it's all our podcast. You can't just tell niggas to take time off, like, without at least, like, you know, acknowledging the other members type shit. You feel me? Like, you can't just say that, like, how the fuck you, how how this supposed to be all of us and you telling him he could take time off this shit? You ain't never run it by me. I'm not sure if he meant it, like, you ain't run it by me. Or he's like, yo, who makes you think you, what makes you think you're the boss? I don't know which side Maul is on in that, but that's kind of the thing that made Maul do it. But now the money... Though they didn't blatantly say it, and the cameraman said uh, it wasn't about money. That's what the cameraman said. He just said it, he didn't feel like it was about money, but you never know. And that's mm-hmm. how I feel. I'm like, you never know. Maybe, you know, maybe the money wasn't the direct thing, but indirectly, they might, man, we should be getting paid more. Maybe behind their head, they're like, you know what I'm saying? But from what I understand, Ma was like, yo, I don't have to be on the podcast. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, what took him out of that character, though? Like, you feel me? So, everybody, I, I, I can tell you right now, I'm, we've all been listeners you know for a while now especially you you're listening before me you feel me mm-hmm. uh, everybody just got way too comfortable comfort is not always good for business you know what i mean i think i think everybody was underestimating joe's work prior to the show getting to where it got as well joe's probably like yo we, i mean this is my baby you feel me my name is on the show of course i'm gonna bring y'all in y'all my dogs you know and Y'all, y'all bring a lot of value to the show, but y'all don't understand what I had to go through trying to get to this position we're at now. You feel exactly, me? Exactly. So I understand his perspective in that aspect. Like, yo, I've, I've been been grinding for a minute to try to get get us here, and you know, like I kind of feel like yeah, I've been a little ungrateful. But at the same time, if it's everybody's show, if everybody's part of the show, the, the conversations need to be different. You feel me? Yeah. You shouldn't be. You're, if we have no boss, let's act that way. You feel me? If, you, uh-huh. if, if you're, that's what I'm saying. What was the conversation that was held behind the scenes? Was nobody taking charge and being like, "Yo, I'm the boss," or is everybody on the even, even playing field? And if they just said like Joe was the boss, they didn't like it, I guess. But somebody got to be the boss. Somebody yeah. got to drive the boat. You feel me? If you need somebody to hate, hate me, whatever. But let's get this shit done. And at the end of the day, because I was going to say, if everybody's on the even playing field, it's everybody inputting the same amount of work. Because mm-hmm. Joe might be like, yo, I'm the boss because I, I do everything. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? Like, it's been like this for years and nobody questioned it. But now that we're, we're in a, a higher, uh, I guess more people are watching and we're on Spotify, everybody want to feel a certain type of way. I got a question. How long you think until Joe Budden uh, actually start caring? Like right now, he's like, man, they can take as long as they want, this and that. Uh, I'm like, okay, maybe after you pay them for like three months. I think after the second month, the shit gonna get real. Like I think like, if they don't come the second month, then he gonna be like, you know, why am I paying these dudes if them niggas ain't coming? Joe cut, he cut through. 
Joe's pretty cutthroat, you feel me? So I no, he said he's gonna pay him. He said he's gonna pay no, him. No, up to a certain point. She's not gonna keep paying him, bro. Like, I'm not gonna pay to do nothing. Yeah, that's true. You feel me? Joe's been homeless before. Like, he's been at the lowest, lowest point. You feel me? Like, he, he ain't about to give away free money. Right. And to be, I'm, I'm gonna keep it 100,000. Joe needs them, but he doesn't need them. He pulled that, he, he proved that through the pull-ups. Joe's smart. He already thought of the situation. This is what people are understanding. He already probably already thought, yo, if shit don't work out with them. Pull-ups, boy. That's a good point, boy. Yeah, he's you smart. Think he, you think he'll team up with academics? I think he should, but he won't. Because academics is too, um, you can't trust him, bro. You just can't trust him. <laughs> I There's a lot of, academics. listen, for what Joe's trying to accomplish, if he wants the attention, that like he wants as far as like you know being in the boardrooms and everything like that him and academics uh i know for a fact they can get a deal with someone that will respect them more where they're gonna have a lot more say so about what advertisers and whatever on their show so i think that could happen though like i really do think that's a big possibility not saying that he'll do it on the joe but it can't be the joe buddy podcast if academics come on but I think he did a great job with his son. I think his son should be a permanent member of the podcast, period. And that's crazy, but I think it's perfect because you have somebody there who could kind of, I'm not sure if you could calm his dad down, but I know he could kind of talk down his dad a little bit. You feel me? He could kind of like this, that, this, that, and this. He's like, you're stupid. You're a dumb kid. And then he'd be like, I'm just like you, but you made me. Like, you know, he'd be saying shit like that. But his son is, his son is like very insightful, dog. Like that episode with his son, I think that was one of the best episodes he ever had. And there was no Rory Amal. And I like Rory Amal. But I think that was one of the best episodes he ever had. The one with his son. And then he had the other two dudes. Like, you know, one of them got two daughters, two kids, excuse me. Got two kids. And then the other one, I think he, uh, I think he has a kid. I'm not sure. And they was asking him shit like, what do you aspire to be? outside of like college and shit like you know how do you feel and buddy was really getting in depth he's like he said uh you know i have a famous father so sometimes i'm like you know i don't want to be taken care of like buddy was going deep and i'm like that was a, such a deep episode that shit was so hard that's a good perspective that i don't i think it's more relatable now because there's a lot more famous kids you know because mm -hmm. there's a lot more famous people so and that perspective is, is pretty good and that and the what brought up this conversation was that uh you know big puns family don't fuck with like fat joe and mm -hmm. he's trying to come whatever they had a whole dispute with each other and um he you know chris sales um big pun son uh joe budden's son said that he knows chris sales and then joe buddy didn't know that and he's like how the hell you know him he's like he said nah man that man's a genuine person he's a good person like you know so i really fucks with him that's my guy i'm sorry i couldn't come for your dad's uh thing but i really fucks with him man he's like and then you know and then joe buddy's like how you know each other and this is how the whole conversation started it's because he's like yo you know he he was the son of a hip-hop uh icon as well like you know what i'm saying so me and him had a lot of things that we related i was like damn i never thought about that like you know what I'm saying? He said both of them had that in common. So they always, like, they got tight. It was real tight. Like, they're real close friends. You know what I'm saying? So they have a lot of things in common and everything like that. I was like, damn, dog. And then that how opened up the can of worms of what Joe was talking about throughout that, that whole episode with his friends to his son talking about, like, you know, making money wise or what do you think is next or like crazy shit. Like, how, what, what things that you and your friends go through? Like, how do you feel about money? And things like that this shit, this shit went deep man but i really think his son should stay on and i like the two guys he got on now i'm not gonna lie uh sad thing is is that yeah rory and maul is replaceable thank god <laughs> how you gonna how you gonna read my mind like that sensei yeah, <laughs> i was right. about to say that 
especially Rory, dog. No offense, dog, but <laughs> like, come on, bro. You don't be you don't be hitting like that compared compared to like, nah, bro. Maul's there for you, so you can say like some dumb hood shit. Every now and then he'll say try to say some cool. Yeah, but you know he be saying some dumb shit too. Like he said, oh how he's talking about Charlemagne. He's like, oh you just get paid to talk. I could talk too. Like blah blah blah. I'm like, bro, it's how how are you gonna try to talk down to the profession that you're doing currently? It doesn't make any sense. Even Joe was like, nah, like this dude is he's in this position for a reason, bro. But you know they're both replaceable. It is what it is. I mean, yeah. you know, there's there's a lot of good personalities out there. If I were Joe, I would try to reach out. If you have to replace him, try to get uh, a woman's Bo. perspective. Get a woman. He's a good rich boy. That's facts. Get rich boy. Yeah, yeah. Get rich boy. That's gonna be a great show. But if you can't, if you can't afford rich boy, you feel me, Joe? You gotta uh, try, try to get a woman's perspective because I think there's still we're still lacking a woman's perspective on podcasts with uh, guys as well. I just realized Joe Buddy could steal you guys from me. I think I really do think so. No, because I think I, me and Joe, but I think I, I would, we would end up fighting. Though. I ain't gonna lie to you, like, no, because I agree with him, right? But like, I know how I talk. You feel me? And then like, that shit ain't gonna go well. Like, both ways is not gonna go well. He's gonna be like, so you're saying this? I'm like, I said, nigga, I said what I said. And then, <laughs> you're gonna be like the, the 5150 show with Eric Spears. You're gonna get him and start swinging. <laughs> yeah, dog. You can't have two Joes in one show, dog. You can't have two. Like, oh, I'm, like I said, I'm not Joe, but like I just know myself, man. It's just like, you know, if the moment comes, I can't help it. I'm gonna be like, you know, Joe gonna try to check you or something, and then, then I'm gonna be like, what about what about Wayno? I think Wayno would be good to the show. No. Let me think, let me think about this. Let me think about this. I like Wayno. Uh, I, I think Wayno would do it. Me, me personally, I think Wayno would do a good on a show with a a female. That's I don't know saying. why. Joe Wayno and and, and uh, a female or a woman. Who? I don't th- I think that's an okay show, but I think a great show like his son was really good. Like, if you listen to that, you got to, I mean, even the people he got now, I love them because they're industry professionals. Even one of them was uh, Joe's ex-manager. And like, you know, he has a certain different relationship with Joe. So I kind of like, I like the dynamic. I still like Rory and Miles, don't get it twisted. But um, the two dudes he had in these episodes, they were like, you know, they're older. They were more professional. But uh, I, I wouldn't say I would keep them, keep them. But I'll keep uh, Joe's son. Um, and if you say somebody else, who would be... Who would be the next person? I mean, Wayno is cool, but I think Wayno too cool. Like, I think Wayno, like, would Wayno replace Maul, I guess? I guess, okay. We put Wayno yeah. instead of Maul. He was saying? the manager. He, he was in the industry. That was pretty much Maul's position. The thing is, he's not, I mean, how much of friends is he with Joe Budden, though? Like, you feel me? I don't know if they're, like, real, like, Maul and Joe was a little closer. You feel me? So, no, I like that person. Uh, yeah, I, think, I, think, I think Wayno is a lot more respectable. You feel me? I don't think Wayno, but Maul will kind of try to tell Joe some shit that Wayno won't. Wayno will kind of try to keep it friendly. You feel me? I don't think he'll try to cross the line because he's a respectable dude. He's a cool dude. You feel me? But I don't think he'll cross the line. I think Maul will cross, like, you know, like, chill, nigga. I remember that night. Like, all them niggas was at you. He be cracking jokes sometimes here and there. I mean, I think I would rather uh, Maul than Wayno, which is crazy, but it's true. I would rather Maul. 
You know what I'm saying? I think Maul over Reyna, but Rory, who will replace Rory? Hold on, let me go down the list. I was trying. Um, Rory, he was a token white man. No, not really, because Parks is white too. So he's not the I like Parks. Parks is, Parks is he's a producer though. So he's, you know. That's why I like him. Really <laughs> that's, why, that's why I like him. <laughs> hmm, Rory. I'm trying to think of somebody white, but it don't have to hey, be Michael white. Michael Schultz? Schultz? <laughs> hey, one person worse than me would be Schultz. Schultz would be way worse than me. Oh, yeah, Schultz. That's... Oh, yeah, he would. That would be an entertaining ass show, though. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, they'll be going at it all day, though. They'll be going at it all the time. That should be crazy. But Anytime there's a comedian, just, comedians always just try to rank. They can't help you. We gotta really think about this. What dude? And the dude don't have to be white. Who could replace Rory? Oh, you don't gotta be white. All right. Nah, you don't have to. Be. Um, hold on. Hmm. What about a producer? You said the Alchemist earlier. That's a weird pairing, though. We have to have somebody who's kind of like in his thirties. What what rapper is in his thirties right now? What's the name of that rap? Uh, that producer, Take One. Yeah. Hmm. I'm trying to think. What rapper is in his 30s right now that could kind of replace that dude in the show? Or Maul? 30s. But definitely Joe's son. I like I like Joe's son in that show. Yeah. I would have liked Casanova, but you know, he going through that shit. The yeah. pull up with him and Casanova was fire. I liked it. Oh, Freddie Gibbs. But Freddie Gibbs won't do it. But nah, Freddie Gibbs will do that. I he would love good. Freddie Gibbs. Yeah, he did good on Joe Rogan. I think he did good on part. Freddie, Freddie Gibbs would be perfect for Joe. I think Joe Budden and Freddie Gibbs would make a great podcast. That would be hilarious. I would truly enjoy that. But yeah, okay, I guess that was about it. Yeah, man. Rich ain't had no other suggestions. Yeah. We touched everything. All right, man. Well, thank you to listeners for listening. We appreciate you. Don't forget to subscribe on Spotify what was it uh, Apple Music and also what's the other place called Spotify iTunes Apple Music Google Play Stitcher Radio as well and thank you so much um, our guest is your boy Zen Folk who's with me Chief in the building like he never left like I never left who else with us you boy Rizbo uh, and don't forget it's a good day it's a good day. A good day. Which I was waiting. Time to get paid. Time to get paid. Time to get paid. Time to get paid. It's a good day. It's a good day. It's a good day. Every single way. Every single way. Every single way. Every single way. It's a good day. It's a good day. It's a good day. It's a good day.